he told me, brother, he said, brother, he says, uh, this dance that I have, this hoop dance that I have, he says, I'm going to give this dance to you. I'm going to give you uh, four lessons on this dance. One lesson now, and I'll give you the rest later. He says, through this dance, you'll be able to meet many people, see many places, many different places. You're going to receive abundant blessings. So many blessings are going to come to you. Just right out of the blue, he just got up, did a few designs. That whole lesson probably lasted maybe all of 10 minutes at the most. A week or two weeks after that, he was in an accident and died. I had several very uh, vivid dreams. I saw him laying in this casket. The way he was dressed so beautifully, you know, the way they had prepared his body. Then all of a sudden his eyes opened up. He took off. He took off right out of that casket. Turned. And he really smiled, took off, went right up into the sun, where I'd see him dancing. Basically an audio experience, sensory experience. And I heard a beautiful song, really beautiful song. And as that song began to kind of pick up in tempo and in volume and intensity, then a little bit of light came right in the middle there, and I could see he was dancing there. As he began to do that, then the light began to come out. People were gathered all around. But they were very downcast, downtrodden, dispirited, so burdened with life, you know, horrible condition, sadness and brokenheartedness. And then as he began to pick up more hoops and he began to create designs portrayed like springtime, this radiance began to become manifest upon the people in their countenance and their beings, efflorescence, blossoming. Like all these latent talents, fleet-footedness and endurance. And, and these things began to slowly appear. And I could see this, you see. Maybe he'd make designs of birds like eagles that could soar, kind of representing the ascendant nature of the human spirit. He'd make designs of mountains, you know, representing like the majesty and our, our birthright of being put into this world to manifest noble qualities, you know. But the springtime that he was portraying was a springtime that autumn can never overtake. When the collective spirit of, of humankind begins to blossom. And this is what I saw. And then the dreams ceased. I kind of flash in my mind what he had told me. That he said he was going to give me four lessons. I thought he was going to give me like practical. You do this and this and this. But that was totally not what I got. What I got was a vision of what, what it represents. It's a prayer that we could be restored into the real world. I met this man uh, maybe 40, 50 years ago. So I went to see him, and he's one of the uh, the old school hoop dancers from South Dakota, Leonard Crow Dog. So I asked him about this dance. I says, Le Changaleshko wa chikile, e hani oyate, hanke haoyate, tuktetan hichupi, na niecha, ton spenichia. I said, this dance that we have, this hoop dance, the people of, of old times, where did they receive this? This dance, he said, it doesn't come from this world right here. This world, this shadow world that we are experiencing now, this dark place that we live in right now. He says, this dance comes from out there. It comes from that world of light, the world of beauty, the world that never fades, he says, the same place that we all come from. 
He says, even adults forget. They attach themselves to this world, this dark place that we live in. They, they think this has permanence. You know, when, every time I do this uh, dance, uh, I think people from the, I'll, I'll just say dominant culture. You know, they would say, we're, we're colonized here <laughs> in our own land. You know, we were taken over, invaded by aliens. <laughs> Everybody's illegal on stolen land, right? <laughs> anyway, so uh, when people do this dance, they always put it in the, in the category of entertainment. Because you see in the dominant culture, the arts are relegated, kind of use the arts. They use music and everything to escape their reality. We use the arts to do the opposite, to connect with reality, to connect with that which is good, to remove the barriers, artificial barriers that we perceive might block us out from our ancestral heritage. The barriers we see between ourselves and maybe like the natural environment there, that's gone. The barriers we see between ourselves interpersonally, that all disappears, you see, through the arts. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The hoop is the world's most uh, universal, world's most ubiquitous archetype. So for all people on the planet, it represents everything good, everything holy, everything with continuity, everything with order, harmony, balance, everything that's unified, everything real. See, there's no corner there's no dark place to get left out, no place to hide, no back row, second, third row. It's all front row seats, you see. You're allowing those ancestral voices to speak. This doesn't belong to me. It's a universal expression. It connects that universal reality, the world of light, and it brings us into that world of light. I couldn't possibly care less about conveying a culture-specific or tribal-specific message only thing I want to do is just to reinforce who we are as human beings. You know, those things that connect all of us. That's it.